Balance Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. is a soul fire production you guys today's episode is so special and so powerful um i'm i'm really excited to bring on miss amy natalie she is an empowerment coach and she's someone that i have referenced across a lot of different episodes um more importantly episodes that i've talked about the conception of get super um kind of the pivot that I made during 2020 with Ekis Marketing, being diagnosed with severe anxiety and depression, and how I was really able to walk through all of it. Amy has been someone that has seen me at my rock bottom, but she has also helped me to shift a lot of my mental mindset. She's helped me with my negative thinking pattern. She's helped me with my self-care, being able to understand my emotions, being able to understand my anxiety. And she has really played this person that has advocated for therapy, for just mental health awareness, but also someone that really inspires and empowers women to live a life of their dreams that, you know, evokes freedom and power and femininity. So I I'm very honored to have her on the show. Like I said, she's an empowerment coach and she's also an embodiment guide for conscious women, spiritual seekers, and feminine leaders. She has inspired thousands of women around the world with her work um, centered on reconnecting women with their feminine energy and stepping into their feminine power. Um, She also is the host of a amazing podcast called Feminine Frequency Podcast, which has over 200,000 downloads and 200 plus episodes. And she's writing a freaking book. She can do it all. And she's the first one to tell you that you can too. So please welcome to the show on today's episode, Miss Amy Natalie. Oh, I can already feel like I'm going to start to cry. You guys, I am so happy and so honored to have on my friend and someone that has helped me through some of the hardest times of my life, Miss Amy Natalie. She is an empowerment coach, but you guys, I have referenced her throughout all of my stories and talking about my journey with Get Super, with my personal journey, with my mental health. And this is the woman that has literally taken me from rock bottom to where I am now and has taught me so many life skills, so many shifts in my mental thinking and mindset. And I'm so excited to have you on the show, Amy. Mm, I feel like this has been a long time coming. And also it feels like such perfect timing for us to be having this conversation. <laughs> I'm I'm just here for it. So let's start with you. I want to get into your background first and foremost and how you even got to this point. And like I kind of talked with you before, I want you to kind of shift into how you work with people, how you worked with me, the mastermind that we are part of, um, and just kind of what you do, because you do a lot and you're so powerful in the way that you help and heal people. Mm, thank you. Yeah. 
You know, I think as many coaches and healers, the, our journeys are really first a personal one. And that really has been the case for me. I had to go through my own challenges and my own struggles with mental health, with relationships, with business to learn the lessons that I've learned and to become the space holder and the mentor that I am to so many women. And Mm you know, I've always been a really sensitive person. Even when I was a young child, I was very sensitive and I was never really taught how to navigate my emotions. You know, we live in a society and in a world where we are kind of taught to just like numb out, to stuff things down, to push them aside. And we're not really equipped with the tools to be empowered in our emotions. And we are all emotional beings. We are all energetic beings. And I think specifically as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as women who are on a mission and who are impacting a lot of people's lives, you know, there's a lot that goes on for us behind the scenes. So my journey really started because I was experiencing a lot of physical health symptoms. And the more that I've gone down this path, I've started to see that this is true for a lot of women that not just women, but men too, that our body is always speaking to us. Our body is always sending us messages. So in my case, I was struggling with digestive issues, gaining weight, emotional eating, uh, hormone imbalances. And that led me down the path to exploring nutrition and holistic healing to work on my own health. And as soon as I started to see results on that path, I was like, wow, I really want to help other people with this. And I've always had a, I would say one of my soul gifts is an ability to teach and articulate things that seem really complicated, that seem really complex, but to bring them into a way that people can implement and understand and receive them. So coaching came really naturally to me. I love people. I love love supporting. I love holding space. I love guiding people. And I definitely see myself as a student of life, but also a teacher. So I was on this path of healing my body. And then as I kept going down this path, I realized, oh, there's more to it than the food and the exercise. Mm -hmm. I actually have deeper emotions and deeper mindset blocks that are contributing to my physical symptoms. Mm -hmm. And at the time I had been on, I would say I I was diagnosed with clinical depression when I was a senior in high school. And this is now probably almost 10 years later. And I was still struggling with depression, even though I was on medication and I was still struggling with anxiety. And there was a deeper part of me that was like, why is everything in my life outside of me seem like it's perfect, seem like it's how, what society shows me or what I thought would be successful, but I'm still unhappy inside. I'm still empty inside. I'm still feeling not how I thought I would feel. Mm -hmm. And my journey really was getting to a place of rock bottom. I, I was married at the time. We lived in a beautiful three bedroom home that we owned. We had a dog. We were in this, Mm -hmm. I owned my own business. And on the outside, it looked like everything was perfect, but inside I was really struggling. And, you know, looking back, I would say that, that the struggles that I was experiencing then with my mental health really guided me to my spiritual path. I didn't have a connection to spirituality 
before I was 26 years old. And that really led me to those dark moments really cracked me open and had me seek the answers, which is really where I turned to my meditation practice. And I had a moment one day in the bathtub where I was just freaking tired, you know, like Mm -hmm. I had been to therapy. I had read all the books. I'd listened to the podcast. I, I was having this inner battle of how do I keep going on like this? I know that something's off and, and I know that there's something more for me in my business, in my relationships and in my own inner, inner peace, inner happiness. And so had this moment and I call it my surrender moment. I now have a, a, a small tattoo on my side that says surrender because mm-hmm. it was such a pivotal moment for me. And it was the beginning of many times of surrendering, but essentially what it was is reaching out to a higher power and just being like, I need help. Like, I can't do this on my own. I'm tired. I've tried to figure it out. And I believe that there's something greater out there. I believe that there's another way. And from that moment of surrendering, which doesn't mean giving up, it means opening to higher guidance, opening to higher wisdom, being open to receiving support everything started to shift. And I really learned how to listen to my truth, how to trust my intuition, how to navigate really challenging conversations, really challenging emotions. And at the age of 27, I went through a divorce and Mm. I literally thought my world was going to end because everyone, my, my world had been built around that. And I just knew that I couldn't keep ignoring my truth. So as that was really the turning point where I started living in my truth and from that place really started attracting and magnetizing incredible soul clients like yourself, my business started to thrive. I attracted an incredible community of women, of friends, and was able to come to that place of inner peace within myself. And here we are. I mean, six, <laughs> six plus years later, and I'm still on the journey. <laughs> and, and I love that obviously you attracted me, but I mean, I have made some best friends just in your own network and your own circle and people that you've also helped. It's, it's incredible that when you talk about to the higher power and finding that moment of true surrender, because I feel like you know, I came to you at this breaking point. I had just been diagnosed with anxiety and depression. Scout, my best friend, would had also been working with you for a period of time and was like, I just feel like you need to go talk to Amy. And I'm like, I will talk to anyone at this point. And I remember feeling and having these feelings of like, I'm like, I have nothing left. Like I'm so cracked open that I don't really care what the next step is or what the next journey is. How, tell me when you go, so now that you have your business and you, now you have these soul clients, tell me what it looks like to work with them. Because obviously I have my experience, but what do you, how do you work with people? How do you help them from these places in their life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to say that I work from the inside out. (laughs) And what I mean by that is a lot of people will come to me and be like, I want to make more money. I want to attract a relationship. I want to lose weight. I want to, you know, change these things in my life. Mm -hmm. And what I remind them of is that everything that is in your external reality is a reflection of your internal reality. 
And so what we really do is take a look at specifically mindset, which is your thoughts and your beliefs that are creating your reality, that are causing you to have certain habits, that are causing you to have certain emotions, that are causing you to be stuck where you're at. And really going into those emotions, going into those thoughts, going into those beliefs and uncovering them. A lot of times these thoughts and beliefs are unconscious. We don't, a lot of times we don't know, oh, I feel unworthy. I feel unlovable. I feel um, like I'm not good enough. I I feel like I'm an imposter. Like these aren't things that you're thinking on a daily basis, but underneath the self-doubt, underneath the anxiety, underneath the depression, underneath the fear is always a limiting belief. And when we can trace back to those deeper rooted beliefs and also learn how to feel our emotions fully without being afraid of them, without feeling like it means that there's something wrong, that's when we can start to come back into alignment. So first we have kind of like a an uncovering process where we're bringing these beliefs up to the surface. We're, we're, we're seeing where they come from, but we don't get stuck there. And I think that's where, even though I love therapy and think it's really important and there's a time and a place for, I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They have these awarenesses of where these things come from, but they don't actually move forward from them. Yeah. Right. So then can you, sorry, I'm going to totally, no, sorry, continue. But I want you to also bring up the analogy. It was one of the first things you ever taught me about, uh, your thought patterns. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry. I totally jumped in there. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anything specific about your thought patterns? Is there something specific you have in mind? Yeah. You, when we first started working together, we were talking about my thoughts and I, I, struggle with kind of the negative thinking where kind of, is just always like a voice in my head, kind of like a negative voice. And you had taught, you were, you said this analogy about, um, it was like walking on a path and like one path had been really walked on and really ingrained. Mm, and yes. the, okay. I'll let you explain yeah, it. Cool. I'm gonna butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love this because Um, this is where the, we call it neuroscience. This comes from, from understanding how your brain works. And I find that a lot of us, especially ambitious women and women who are, you know, on a mission, we tend to be more analytical. We tend to be more, have more of that, like logical mind. Like I want to understand how this works. And so basically we have I think women, it's about 60,000 thoughts a day. It's a lot. And so we have a lot going on in our minds, but usually most of those thoughts are just on autopilot and repeated. And so we have these, these, uh, we call them neural networks in our brain, which you can think of kind of like a little like cluster or a little um, web in your brain of these neurons. And every time you have these thoughts, um, I suck at this. I'm not going to be successful. My body looks like this. You're reinforcing that same thought and that muscle in your brain is getting stronger. If that's an unconscious pattern, you're just going to keep repeating it. But what we want to do is create new neural networks, new patterns in your brain. And another analogy that, that I like to, to use is like, imagine this is how it was taught to me. And it's like, imagine that you are going down the same path every single day and you have like this, this wheelbarrow with you and you're walking through this path and it's just this paved path. that's easy to go down. 
Then you try and go down the other direction and there's like mud and there's trees and you keep getting stuck. So you're trying to create these new thoughts. You're trying to create this new reality, but the old one is just easier because it's so comfortable. So you try and go in the other direction, but then you go back to the old habits. And so what we're doing when we're doing deeper mindset work and subconscious work is bringing awareness to the unconscious patterns and learning how to create new thought patterns, new beliefs, which then creates new results in your life. And how this all relates to business is that you are a business owner. You are a human being running a business and your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, how you're feeling on a daily basis directly impacts the success of your business. Mm. I, I, yeah, that was one of the first things. And still the thing that I think about probably the most is that analogy. And I think when we start becoming aware of our negative thinking and we accept, like you said, like, it's not easy, right? It's not easy for us to correct these thoughts or even the subconscious feeling or thinking of like how we view ourselves. But if we can catch ourselves in the moment thinking that, like even looking in the mirror, like, oh, like I have wrinkles, I'm like aging or like, oh, like I don't like the way I look today or I, or I feel like such a fraud because a client said this to me or someone said that to me, you're able to recognize it a little bit quicker and also check yourself in a way where it's like, okay, well, wait, we don't really think that way anymore. And also, is this a lie that I'm telling myself and, or is this like the actual reality of the situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that really is the first step to changing it is first bringing awareness to the pattern. Yeah, absolutely. So Amy, as you've been kind of working with different entrepreneurs, share a little bit about what it's like to be an entrepreneur yourself in kind of this coaching industry, but also working with these mindset shifts and empowering women and business owners in kind of your day to day. Yeah. I say the entrepreneurial journey is a spiritual journey. It is a personal (laughs) development journey and it is always changing. You know, it's not the same all of the time. And one of the things that I think has really served me on my entrepreneurial journey is allowing myself to follow my intuition, allowing myself to follow what's lighting me up, allowing myself to be, to be guided and to be led instead of staying stuck in the same, the same, whether it's teaching about the same things, offering the same things, like kind of feeling like I need to stay in one place, but actually allowing myself to evolve and allowing my, my business to evolve with me. So, you know, for me, some of the things that as an entrepreneur that, that has really been supportive is being intentional about how I create my days and how I create, how I schedule my time, Mm. because I didn't start this entrepreneurial path so that I could just be working you know, 80 hours a week and, and working like everyone else does, but working for myself, this is really about prioritizing my lifestyle. And I was thinking about this today. And we talked about this a lot in the mastermind of like, I really believe that business is 80% mindset and energy and 20% strategy. I love that. I need to reapply that into my lifestyle right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So every day I start my day, I do not do any work. I do not look at my emails. Mm -hmm. I do not look at social media most days because I am human. There are times where I get caught up in it, but 
realistically until nine 30 or 10, mm-hmm. nothing of that is happening. The mornings are designed for me to get in alignment with my mindset, to do my morning practices and to get a workout in once I'm in a good place and I'm in alignment, then I can apply myself to my work. And I know that I do my best creative work in the morning. So basically right now, because I'm writing a book and I'm working on a lot of different projects, I don't start with clients until 12 or one. Mm -hmm. And I also segment my clients and my meetings onto certain days. So like Tuesday through Wednesday are my client meeting days and Monday and Friday are creative admin, um, working on my podcast, doing recordings, but it's really to have that spaciousness to, if I need to go to an acupuncture appointment, or if I want to do something that, that I need for myself on those days, I have some more flexibility. Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good. You won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old-fashioned broad-spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. Get Super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non-psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. I love that. And that was actually something that you taught me, especially early on was I still have it. I still honor it every single day, but it's from seven. I think it's like seven 30 to 10 30, no seven to 10 is, um, my own self time, myself, my self care, whatever I need for the morning. My team knows it. Our clients honestly know it. And it has been the biggest game changer for me in the morning because I don't wake up stressed. I don't feel this immediate need to start reacting. And I think when I wasn't doing that, it was like, I'd wake up and immediately just start acting or reacting to whatever was on my phone or whatever emails or whatever text messages came in the night before. And it was such like a, it just felt like such a like triggering cortisol and triggering so much stress inside of me. So what are some other, what are some other like entrepreneur, like wellness tips, or even just like maybe some things that you program into your life, Amy, or your lifestyle that anyone can take away, whether it's like, it could be meditation or like you said, helping with scheduling, like give us some of your favorite tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say that how you start your day really determines your energy and your alignment throughout the day. So just like we said, and 
I really would encourage you to figure out what works for you in the morning. So for me, meditation has been one of my cornerstone practices. It is the thing that has helped my mental health the most. And I have been practicing meditation for about six years now, but I also explore new practices and really listen to like, what do I need that day? So some other practices that I love are breath work. There are some great breath breath work apps that you can try if you haven't tried breath work before. I also am an embodiment teacher and I really believe in the power of getting into your body, moving your body in the morning. So sensual movement or even like self-massage and helping you to get out of your head and just get into your body. And this morning I just put on some music and I danced and I had such an insane creative flow come through afterwards. I was like, holy crap, like there's so many ideas flowing through. And it's so interesting as entrepreneurs, we can often think like, similar to when you're working in a, in a, for a company, it's like, I have to be working hard all the time. I have to be doing, I have to be figuring it out. And what I've learned is this balance of the masculine and feminine energies, which we also talked a lot about on in the mastermind, which is like, you know, the feminine energy is your creativity. It's your intuition. It is, um, you know, that, that more like softer and open part of you. And when you're constantly in that masculine doing, hustling, pushing, forcing, like that's not where the best ideas come through. Like I'm sure people are listening. Like you've probably had a really good idea when you're in the shower, when you're going for a walk or when you're doing something that's like not related to your business. And you're like, Oh, that's the thing I was thinking about, or that's what I wanted to to figure out. So yeah, I feel like your morning practices, I know for you, you like journaling is something that has been really supportive for you pulling Oracle cards, like Love my cards. Some of your tools. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I recently started doing them like by a morning walk. So I'd walk like two miles and it's funny. Cause like, I'm not like, I love music, but I much rather listen to like an audio book or a podcast. And the last couple of mornings, same thing. I've been listening to like Lizzo or like Mm -hmm. old eighties rock. And I felt the same way. It's like this energizing like I'm so excited about my day or I'll like walk to the beat of the music. And it's kind of like a rhythmic walk. I probably look like such a weirdo, but I (laughs) like, I totally get into it. And I feel the same way. Like, I feel like it ignites something when I'm having this, this flow of joy and like release. And I'm not, I'm not up here. I'm not straining to think about what's coming next or what I have to do for my day. And I, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on that kind of it like opens up your brain to almost like relax a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that so many entrepreneurs are missing like pleasure and play in their businesses yeah. or outside of their business, like in their lifestyle, like we get so serious and so focused and we do need to show up and take action. Like I'm not talking about doing this <laughs> all of the time. Right. Right. But, but yeah, I think that, that getting your, your energy into alignment, feeling good and then showing up to work, like I get so much more done. I'm so much more focused. I'm so much more productive because I've set myself up for success. And same thing in the evenings, like have a cutoff time, have a time where like you shift out of that masculine doing mode and take a bath or Mm. do some dancing or do a meditation or get out in nature and shift your energy to come back to yourself, right? You're not supposed to be 
doing all of the time. And I find that when we learn how to, I call it dancing between these two energies because not a perfect formula. It's not a perfect balance. Every week is different, Mm -hmm. but just becoming more aware of that. Um, the dance between those two is, Mm -hmm. is super helpful. Can you, can you talk about the productivity increase that kind of comes with that? I know we're kind of touching on it, but I think, I mean, I think this was one of my biggest struggles that I talked with you about where I was so hard numbers, hustle, 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 grind to the point of exhaustion, but I didn't really see another way to be successful. And so when we started talking about relaxing and breaking and, or not, you know, giving yourself breaks and leaning more into that feminine energy, it was so hard for me to come back to that after being in the masculine for so long. But once I did do that, right. I saw revenue go through, you know, basically break record sales and things like that. I saw my team expand. I saw my business expand, but it's easier to talk about than like to actually do it yourself. So what do you, what do you kind of see in those more tangible things? Like how does productivity increase and what's the best way for someone that's like, this is going to be really hard for me. How do I even start to go about this shift? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for sharing about your experience with that. And I too have a, an experience with that in my business where I was focused on scaling my business. You know, my business had reached multiple six figures and I was like, okay, like, let's go, let's keep this going. But it wasn't sustainable and it wasn't enjoyable. Like I was showing up and doing these things and they weren't working as well as they used to before. And I was just not in it. Like it was robotic. It wasn't, my heart wasn't in it. I didn't feel connected to my business. And it's like, why did I start this in the first place? Like, what's the point? So I totally hear you on that. And this goes back to some really deep programming that we have all inherited from what I would call the patriarchy or the patriarchal society that we live in. And we, our Western culture is very hyper-focused on numbers, on productivity, on financial success on getting to the next goal, climbing the ladder, like that's how we've been programmed. So we are actually in a process when we go through this journey of unlearning some of this deep societal programming that maybe we don't even know that we had, like your dad's an entrepreneur. My dad's an entrepreneur. They worked really hard. I mean, I saw my dad sacrifice a lot for his business. And so I think And I don't think this is just for women, but I think that as women, we get to lead differently and do things differently and build success in our own way, which doesn't mean it has to be less successful Mm -hmm. than how men do it. But if we are women trying to run businesses the way that men run businesses, Mm -hmm. we're actually not in alignment with, with our essence, with who we are. And I believe that when we do this, when we, when we, create more of this like feminine energy in our businesses that we are more magnetic. We attract more things happen with ease. So, so going back to, yes, it is scary to take a step back. Um, it feels like if I take my foot off the pedal, everything's going to fall apart. I'm going to be lazy. I'm going to be unproductive. Exactly. And those are real fears. Those are fears that, that might be present. So just acknowledging that those are fears and they're not necessarily true. And just remembering that, that 
this journey is a, a lifelong journey. If you're an entrepreneur, like you've chosen this path, like it's very unlikely you're going to go back to a nine to five. It's possible. Yeah, right. Right. But this is a long-term game. And when you start thinking of it a lot as a long-term game and you look at it, okay, yes. At first, this change might feel scary. At first, this change might feel challenging, but I'm setting myself up for success to do things differently, to mm-hmm. do things in a way that feels better and that works for me. Yeah. And recognizing that if you keep going at that pace, like you're going to hit burnout. You're going to hit something that, that, that blocks you, that stops you. So yeah, I just think recognizing, you know, if the way that you're operating isn't working for you, then trying something new is, is important. And I would say that it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process Mm -hmm. of recognizing. And, and the way that I really look at it, Whitney is, is listening to your body Mm -hmm. because so often when we are in that masculine overdrive, we ignore when we're tired, we ignore when we're hungry. We're like just packing our schedules and not paying attention to your body, but your body will tell you when you need to rest. Your body will tell you when you need a little bit of a break and it increases your productivity because you're not exhausted all of the time. You actually have energy and you feel more connected and more present with your employees, with your work when you're not burnt out all the time. Like it's not rocket science to me. (laughs) Can you, can you talk a little bit more about the body and maybe, I mean, you touched on a little bit like tired and like these signals, but I also feel like it manifests itself in like anxiety. It manifests itself in avoid, you know, like for example, like when you zone out or you forget things, or like you said, you're not present because I think that there is a disconnect of like, and I, and I think we're getting better about talking about it, but I do feel like there's a disconnect between entrepreneur burnout, what mental health is, and then how it's all related back to our actual body and how our body manifests all of that that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this question so much, especially because embodiment has become such a big part of my own journey. And yeah. I've seen such huge transformations with my clients through deepening their connection with their body. Our body has so much wisdom if we are willing to listen and if we learn how to listen and specifically with emotions and the body, when you really start to understand what emotions are, emotions are just energy. They are, it is energy that needs to move through us. It is energy and emotion. And when we don't feel our emotions, when we stuff them down, when we numb them out, when we ignore them, they build up in the body and they get more intense until one day you react and you explode or you break down. Mm -hmm. And when we start to be more connected with the emotions and the sensations in the body, like anxiety, you've got like your heart racing, you've got shortness of breath. You've got kind of like this tightness and tension, maybe a heaviness on your chest. Depression can feel more like lethargy, feeling really tired, feeling really heavy, Mm -hmm. um, feeling bogged down. And when we start to connect with the sensations in our body, and allow the sensations to move through us. So instead of resisting it and being like, this is bad, like anxiety is bad, depression is bad, sadness is bad. It's starting to listen to those cues. Oh, I wonder why I'm anxious right now. Like getting really curious about it. Oh, I didn't sleep well last night. I drank a lot of alcohol this weekend. Mm -hmm. I 
um, you know, didn't make enough time for myself and I've been go, go, go. Like when we can get curious about the sensations and the emotions versus judging them and making them wrong, that's a whole different experience. And we start to get curious through paying attention to what's going on in the body and not having to make up a story about it. You don't have to have this whole story about like, you know, why you have the anxiety or, or that it's bad or that it's wrong. Like Mm -hmm. it's just energy that wants to move through you. Yeah. I, I think the story part too, is something that it's either the story part or not asking ourselves why we feel the way we feel like not giving ourselves like that, that beat to like stop and think about how we feel. Because Mm -hmm. I think especially too, when I was walking through it, I just thought anxiety was stress. Like I was like, I'm just stressed out. And it's like, well, why are you stressed out? Cause like you're, you you know, you're not taking enough time for yourself or you're not, you know, giving yourself enough breaks or your brain, you're taking on too much that your body is physically actually reacting right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the taking the moment and taking to stop and question what's actually happening because I still do that today. And that's one of the biggest things that actually helps me with my anxiety is asking myself, okay, like calming down, almost talking to like the little girl inside and being like, if you're throwing a tantrum, why are we throwing a tantrum? If we're freaking out, why are we freaking out? What is happening? What caused this? And I feel like we give ourselves so much guilt and shame when we do have anxiety, when we do feel depressed. And especially again, like if we have this entrepreneurial side where we feel like we have to be go, go, go. We feel like we have to hustle, hustle, hustle. There's such a level of shame of like, I could be doing so much more. Why am I like this? Like, I feel like I'm getting in my own way. And that part's really hard to move through of, of letting yourself almost like off the hook or like giving yourself grace. And I feel like it's harder for us to do that to ourselves than like, obviously looking at like our best friend or someone that we care about and having grace and patience with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say that's probably like the number one thing that all of my clients learn through working with me. And part of it is that I hold that space for compassion and non-judgment and Mm -hmm. teaching you how to be more gentle with yourself. You know, we all have that inner critic that is, you know, here, technically it's here to protect us and Mm -hmm. to keep us safe, but oftentimes it just takes over and it, it can, can be that, that negative voice that is just so hard on you. And the truth is that we're all human and that we all have emotions and that there's nothing wrong with you. If you have anxiety, there's nothing wrong with you. If you have depression, like Mm. taking away this, this belief that you shouldn't feel this way. Like, let's just be real that life is intense sometimes. And sometimes there's things that come up with clients or sometimes there's things that come up with your cash flow or something in a relationship. And And we feel that and we experience that and to expect that we should just be robots or that we should be happy all the time is just not real. Mm -hmm. And it's not supportive. It's this unrealistic expectation that, that we're often putting on ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Amy, tell us a little bit about your other verticals. So you have a podcast, you Mm -hmm. do masterminds. Tell us kind of give us, give me like kind of what you do, what your offerings are right now. Yeah. So 
at my podcast, the Feminine Frequency Podcast. Whitney's been on a couple of times. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I love the podcast. It's definitely one of my favorite parts of my business. Mm-hmm. So I have some incredible guests coming on soon. And that's a really fun one to plug into. Um, I'm also in the process of writing a book. So, so exciting. 2023 will be the year that it comes out, but Hell yeah. it's happening, which is great. Um, And then as far as how I work with my clients, I have two online courses on my website that you can literally go to today and get started with. One is more of a mindset and confidence course, working on worthiness and self-love and self-trust relationships. Um, There's so much body image. Like it's an awesome course. It's called discover your confidence. And then I have another course called the feminine frequency journey. You can find that on my website as well. Both of those in your own time, self-study. And then for those of you who want to go deeper and who want that depth of support, uh, the one-on-one coaching, Whitney and I worked together one-on-one before she joined the mastermind. And that's really for the woman who has been to therapy, who has tried a lot of things and who still feels really stuck. And it's a really intimate container where it's really customized. And we're going through this process of uncovering and releasing anything that's standing in your way and coming into alignment with who you are, setting healthy boundaries, Mm -hmm. creating a lifestyle that you love. And, um, yeah, setting a new vision for, for your business and your relationships. Um, so we cover everything in in that one-on-one container. And then lastly, I have my group program empowered and embodied. Um, it is a six month journey for women who want to be more visible, to feel more confident, to show up more authentically and to feel empowered in their business and in their life. So that's the product suite right now. Um, who knows what it'll be next, but that's what I'm most lit up about and most excited about. Oh, I love it so much. Okay. So Amy, this has been honestly amazing. I feel like I, I feel like you just offered so much value to everyone in such a short amount of time. Um, I want to end on this question and it's a question that I ask every guest, but I feel like from your perspective, it would be really eye-opening to hear it, especially because you impact and you see such a higher level of influence on so many women and the fact that you change their lives, you change their mental mindsets, you embody, you help them embody and empower them. So in your own eyes, in your own words, what does influence mean to you? Mm. I feel like influence, I believe that we are all here for a purpose, for a reason, and that we chose to be here to create some type of impact, to make a difference in some way. And I believe that we each have our own unique way of doing that. So from my perspective, it is first about walking the talk, embodying what you are talking about, what you're teaching about, being the example. And through that, creating positive change, inspiring and empowering other people and influencing them from a place of of authenticity and from embodiment. That was beautiful, Amy. Amazing. Where can everyone find you? On the gram. You can find me. <laughs> <laughs> drop, drop all the links, all the plugs. <laughs> on the gram at Amy Natalie Co. Or find me on the podcast, Feminine Frequency. And come on over and say hi. I absolutely love hearing from listeners. Like I love hearing what your takeaways were and 
yeah, if you're, you're ready for deeper support and you feel aligned with the wisdom that came through today, I would absolutely love to connect with you. Absolutely. And thank you for saying that because there are a few of you guys that have asked about Amy, asked about what she's done for me. Um, I feel like we shared a good amount of my own journey and how she worked with me both one-on-one and then also in the mastermind. So you guys, please reach out to her. Please let her know how you liked this episode. Um, and check out all the amazing things she's doing. I feel like, again, every time I speak to Amy or I see her Instagram post or I listen to a podcast, it's so, so full of value and just these incredible nuggets of like learning and like ways that you can really help your life and help whatever you're going through. So Amy, thank you for going under the influence with us. Mm, Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for listening. 